to first discuss uh, an ongoing issue, that of course being the Surrey uh, policing challenge. Yesterday on um, Global News and other media outlets, we learned of a letter sent by BC's police service director, which scolds Surrey Mayor Brenda Lott for dragging her heels on the police transition. Uh, you may recall back in July, the BC government ordered the city of Surrey uh, to continue the transition to a municipal police force. Uh, a decision, many of you may recall, Ms. Locke uh, called misguided. Now, BC's Director of Police Services scolded Surrey's mayor for dragging out the provincially ordered transition uh, to a municipal police force. Uh, that uh, letter was dated October 4th, and uh, the person who wrote it, Glenn Lewis, said he was increasingly concerned about Surrey's lack of engagement and action on the police transition. Joining me now to discuss the issue is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Good afternoon, Richard. First off, congrats to Leo, too. And I think Montreal bagels have to be in any Canadian starter pack. <laughs> but let's talk police. I'm ready, guys. I'm ready. I, I, I've got a list put together for Leo, but uh, it wasn't the first issue. But I get where you're coming from. You're, uh, you're, you're an Eastern Canadian boy. Well, let's talk uh, about the West Coast here, particularly the fast-growing suburb of, uh, of Surrey. Um, this letter, walk me through. You've read it. You've reported on it. What's your take on this? Yeah, this is quite the scolding. And in essence, uh, the director of police services is saying that Brenda Locke is lying. And and for someone in the position that Glenn Lewis holds, he has been in a number of meetings with the Surrey mayor. He is in essence saying that Surrey is not being forthcoming with information. Uh, they are trying to deceive people through public statements. You know, just in one part, uh, let me read it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he writes in this letter dated yesterday, on September 19th, I wrote to you regarding extending the assignment agreement for the interim assignment of Surrey Police Service officers under the command of the RCMP in order to ensure that the Surrey RCMP was adequately resourced. Well, I understand the RCMP and the SBS have both signed the extension of this agreement, mm-hmm. I am further advised that the city has failed in its responsibility as a signatory to endorse this extension prior to its expiry. So the RCMP is moving forward, Surrey Police is moving forward, but the mayor's office continues to drag its heels. There's another section in here Mm -hmm. where it says city staff have only minimally engaged in select aspects of this work to date and are seemingly constrained by a lack of clear direction from the mayor and council to progress with the transition to Surrey Police Service. I know the mayor has been saying publicly all along that the province has not presented a plan to her for which she needs to follow clearly based on this letter the province continues to put in steps to ensure a smooth transition to surrey police service and it's becoming clear and clear that the city of surrey is standing in the way of that transition because there is frustration about the fact the province has chosen the police service that the mayor and her council does not want to see in the community this decision is done and you can see jazz I spoke to Minister Farnworth about this yesterday. There is a deep sense of frustration from him as he continues to attempt to move forward with this amicably, and there is clearly resistance coming uh, from the side of the city of Surrey. What can the province do next in regards to if, yeah, if, it, so if this has been announced, can can the, the provinces that have tools before it to, to force the city hall to move quickly? So we've heard this story time and time again, that 
We've never seen a transition like this before. And one of the reasons why we are getting changes to the Police Act coming up this legislative session is in order to provide better legal guidance around what the province can do when a municipality decides to go ahead with a police force that's not approved by the provincial government. So there are challenges right now for Minister Farnworth to put pressure on the city, but that legislation may help clear some of that up. In essence, what can ultimately happen is the determination can be made by the Director of Police Services that Surrey is not properly being policed and the province is stepping in to ensure that the resources are there to implement the policing through staffing by Surrey Police Service. We're not there quite yet, but it's getting close to that point as the mayor continues to show resistance. You know, I, I was at UBCM. Mm -hmm. I watched Mayor Locke operate through UBCM. She continues to look for allies in Metro Vancouver to back her up here. Uh, it was, you never saw a situation where she was engaged with Minister Farnworth. In, at this point, it seems like neither of them wants to talk to each other. Uh, I would say more Minister Farnworth not wanting to engage with Mayor Locke, but neither of them are really engaging. The mayor even went as far as to try to corner the premier of full times. And I, I saw them in full conversation at one point where she was trying to continue to make her arguments around why she believes that the RCMP should continue to be the police of jurisdiction in her community. The mayor wants to focus in on, on fighting this old battle, but the province has said it's over. This is done with. So th there is a frustration here, but as you allude to, there's not a whole lot of tools that they have until that new legislation comes in in the fall. I don't know what's in it yet, but clearly it's going to be an important piece of legislation for this transition, but also if any other municipality down the road wants to change its police force. So let's uh, uh, play this forward for a second. Let's say the legislation introduced, it's passed, gets royal assent by the end of, um, end of November, it's law. Mr. Farnworth brings down the hammer. Um, we have an election next year, next October. Does this, could this potentially, if, if it gets to where it's headed to, to me, it seems like this may go to litigation potentially and, and Mr. Farnworth can continue to move forward to, to, towards that transition. This could be a, an election issue, a major election issue moving forward. You know the lay of the land in Surrey a little bit better than I do, I think. But my best sense from people I have spoken to in the community, as well as politicians that are hoping to seek re-election, mm -hmm. and those who are hoping to enter, they do not believe that this is going to be a major election issue. I think there is a deep sense of frustration in that community that this has dragged on as long as it has. Uh, and I don't see a groundswell of support around frustration towards Minister Farnworth. Yes, in certain areas in Surrey, and it's often cited that that's in sort of the South Surrey, White Rock area, there is massive support for the RCMP there. Those ridings are held by BC United. They may mm -hmm. continue to be held by BC United, but there are other issues that are clearly bigger ballot box issues than Surrey policing. Mm -hmm. I think largely a decision's been made here, and yes, many will disagree with that decision, but in politics, as you know, sometimes things happen, and the best politicians are the ones that are able just to move on to the next challenge. Surrey has so many challenges in front of it. I don't need to tell the listeners that they live in that community. Hospitals, schools, mm -hmm. infrastructure, growth. What does the future SkyTrain look like in density? These are major issues that are in that fast-growing, second-largest community in the province. I think the sense for many people is the mayor needs to focus on those things. And, and the province is has it 
batted 100% on those issues. They're struggling with the health care issue. They're struggling with kids and portables. You know, people in Surrey have the right to be frustrated about these things. You also need a mayor to be your champion on those issues. And I think that's what the voters in Surrey will expect rather than this police issue. We're speaking to Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Uh, we were talking uh, about uh, a leaked letter from BC's police services director, uh, Glenn Lewis, who basically accuses the city of Surrey and the mayor for dragging their feet and not uh, working hard to, to make sure that police transition uh, continues in, in, in you know in, in a in a in, in a manner that they, things get done. Uh, so in many cases, in many ways, I guess it's it's where they were few months ago. Uh, they both disagree and the council doesn't, doesn't wish to move as uh, fast as they probably should. $8 million a month is what it's costing uh, three taxpayers. I was just doing the mastering, the commercial break. Richard Dustman and I chatted for seven minutes. That's $1,253, by the way, <laughs> in regards to cost to three taxpayers. Uh, so give us a call on the open line, 604-280-9898. Uh, we are talking three policing, but we got a call here from Rob from Saskatoon. Hi, Rob. Hey, Jazz, it's usually Rob from Chilliwack, but I'm calling you from Saskatoon this afternoon. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very well. You're so I guess you're streaming the show? I am, man. I am. Oh, I am. Nice. I love talk radio, and I like to tune in. You know what? Uh, the NDP, I'm sorry, Jazz, but I disagree with everything they are doing. And it's not just policing, but they're, you don't think, they don't think it's going to be a voting issue. Well, it is. 46% of, of the citizens of Surrey want to retain the RCMP and you know why because they do a good job they do a good job and the financing is less than what it is going to be for uh, city policing now Mr. Farnworth uh, they, they've had this go- this government the NDP has had lots of practice at rewriting uh, le- you know if you remember rewriting legislation to override the judge's decision in Kitsilano and now they want to start doing this with the police what do you, I don't know what you called it the policing what did you call that there transition transition yeah the yeah, the transition, they want to re- rewrite, though, the policing manual or whatever you want to call it and change, change things so they can have their way. Well, you guys, I mean, they got to look at it as the people have spoken. And I, I'm so, I just totally disagree with it. I'm 100% on board with what Brenda Locke is doing. Rob, thank you. Just, we, we've, got, we've got a few other callers. I appreciate it, and I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in from Saskatoon. Uh, Richard, I, and I, I understand where Rob's coming from, uh, and I think there is a lot of folks who say, look, this this was never handled well. And I, I would agree with them yeah. because the previous administer, administration, I don't think, was up front with the, in regards to the cost. Having said that, a senior level of government, which is responsible for policing, it says, all right, we're, we're here. Uh, you may not like the fact we're here, but we've made a decision. We're moving forward. And there's nothing really the city can do except drag it out, perhaps with litigation. And the, and the issue that Rob raised, they're all good ones. The challenge here is there is no manual to change. There is no legislation that in essence exists to help a government work through a police transition. And that's what the province is doing. They're not trying to change the rules at the goal line here. They are trying to implement rules to help in future endeavors. And the strong belief from the minister was that this transition wouldn't even come into play because they didn't believe that things would drag on as long as they have here. So this is about establishing rules rather than changing them. All right, let's go to Bill in Surrey. Hi, Bill. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? A couple things to say. I've lived in Surrey all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, and Richard is a good reporter, but the things that he mentioned, healthcare, schools, uh, hospitals, that's got nothing to do with the city. That's all provincial. And Farnworth has said directly that he's the one directly responsible for policing and said, this is what you must do. Well, if this is what we must do, 
and he should give us a plan how to do it instead of saying, oh, no, now you have to plan it. He's passing the buck back and forth, which is pretty typical NDP. And all the money he said was coming up hasn't shown anywhere yet, which is also typically. But is your concern also that your property taxes could potentially go up significantly? I mean, did you buy that? If the SPS comes in, property yeah. taxes are double. Absolutely. The cost that this, this chief is putting out, he's put out money that you can't even believe. I am an ex-member. I can tell you he's put out more money. He's got more money in senior staff than he does have people on the road. Yeah. And they're not it, even on the road anymore. But isn't it a, the obligation of the city to get on with it as well? I mean, the minister has made the, made the decision with senior members of staff. But on the ground, she's, on, she's on, the, on the police board. I mean, their job is to get on with it, is it not? I mean, it's not the provincial government to say, okay, let us start meddling in all, this, all the small decisions that need to be made. That's but, made locally. But they, are, but they already have. They already have. He said he is the sole minister responsible the sole person responsible for policing. Therefore, if you're responsible, take responsibility or let the municipality do what the municipality wants to do. Interfering in small municipalities is a, is a, it's a dirty road to go down. It's not going to get any better. Do you not think all the other municipalities are sitting around rubbing their hands saying, boy, if Surrey is going to get $200 million, I guess we can get that too. Yeah. Bill, thanks for your call. I do appreciate it. Uh, Richard, your thoughts? There are tons of good points Bill raises. And, and the fun thing about politics is we have often two very valid sides of an argument. And the issue here uh, is at some point, things need to just get on with it. And getting access to that money will only happen, in essence, when the transition happens. Uh, there, The contract that has been signed here, I think, unequivocally is a terrible contract. And the mayor has made that argument time and time again. The issue is, that is the contract that's in place. There are administrators getting paid far too much. There are officers getting paid to do a certain type of work for Surrey police, and now we're doing another work that is at a lower value, but they still get paid this higher salary. All that is a huge problem. But ultimately, the contract is the contract. The province has no power to break that contract with the Surrey police. And they were looking at two bad situations here, a severely understaffed RCMP and a flawed SPS with a bad contract. And they picked the one that they believe uh, down the road can be the most effective for maintaining safety in the community. Voters may punish Minister Farnworth for bringing in something that's more expensive that increases your property taxes. But to the last point I was making, Bill, yes, those were all provincial issues I mentioned, but the mayor can be a champion. In so many communities of BC, we see the mayor as a champion for issues, forcing the province to say, look, we need you here our citizens will turn on you if you don't come to the table. Mayor Locke has an opportunity to be that champion on some of these huge provincial issues like education, like health care. As she's been a champion on this issue, but seemingly this is done. And if you read that letter, there's a lot of cases here where she's just not being honest with the public around what's going on behind the scenes. Richard, thanks for your time. Have yourself a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. We'll chat very soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, Jazz, and everybody else listening here.